listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. I'm excited because I'm going live today with Stephanie Kwong, and she's a subconscious rewiring coach. That is right. She likes to say that your secret weapon to help you get to your next level is basically a mindset and it's taking action, right? So for a lot of you listening, you're either trying to eat clean and you might feel like it's just not working or you need to be a perfectionist or you just need to start, right? You're getting all this information. You don't know how to start. We're going to dive into a conversation today with Stephanie and she's going to be letting us know how do you identify starting? What do you need to do to start to get the results you want? So welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, Jen. Of course. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about what you do and who you are here in this beautiful world? Well, as you shared, I'm a subconscious rewiring coach, trained in a lot of different modalities like hypnosis, NLP, breathwork, somatic experiencing. And I'm also the co-founder of the Rapid Rewire Method. And essentially the work that I do that I feel is so mission critical is really getting people to align their inner world to what they actually want. So even if we sit here and say like, you know, people will set intentions or they'll set New Year's goals at the start of the year or resolutions. And usually, I don't know, maybe like if you're lucky to get to a week to be consistent, that's awesome because you're using willpower to try to achieve your goals or your dreams or your resolutions. But if your inner world is not aligned, meaning your thoughts, your beliefs, and your emotions. If they're aligned in a different direction than what you say you want, you're always going to be sabotaging the things that you're saying that you want. Mm -hmm. That's how you get in your own way. Because as an example, let's say someone goes, well, I really want to eat clean and healthy, right? They decide that they have written it down. They put it up on a vision board and they're like, this is the year. And all of a sudden They try to take the action, but they start to notice that there's inner resistance. Like, oh, maybe I don't have time right now. Maybe I'll do tomorrow. Or things start to arise. Well, what's happening is if their inner world, their beliefs essentially are saying, you're not worthy of being healthy or thin or being, let's say, beautiful and strong and fit is not safe because something happened to them when they were younger, that then when they did look, I'm quoting beautiful or healthy and thin, something bad happened, then they're going to keep blocking themselves from, again, taking those actions to do what they need to do to be healthy, eat clean, and really have the lifestyle or the body or the health that they say that they want. And so really the work becomes, how do I align my inner world, my beliefs to actually become the type of person who it's easy for me to follow through with what I say I want to do. It's easy for me to eat clean. You start to rewire the beliefs that actually align with what you say you want. That's when achieving goals or intentions become radically easier than when we're using sheer willpower to try to get something done. 
Okay. So two quick questions with that. I'm curious to know if this is different from meditation because I know a good bit about meditation, not that I do it enough. However, it sounds like kind of silencing all these negative thoughts and these beliefs about what you perceive you are in overcoming those things. And also I'm curious, did you get into this rapid rewire method of helping people through something you experienced yourself through your own journey? And could you share that with us? Absolutely. So it's different from meditation in the sense that meditation is a daily practice that you can use Uh to be able to create inner calm, peace, and ease. You can learn how to manage your thoughts too in a more effective way to be able to create peace and calm throughout your day. It does do some rewiring, but it takes a long time of constantly sitting to do it. Our work, the tools that we use, we can rewire a belief or reroute negative thoughts within 60 minutes or less. As you had asked me, how did I get into this? So I had been a practitioner for or facilitator or guide of personal development for over 12 years. And (laughs) wow, it's 2023 now, so I can't say last year. But in 2021, (laughs) I had a miscarriage and I deeply desired to be mom. So when we got pregnant without trying and then I lost the baby, I went into a deep, dark hole. Mm -hmm. I was stuck in cycles of grief and sadness that I couldn't get out of. I was having negative thinking and beliefs of like, I'm broken. Something's wrong with me. I'm never going to be able to be the mom that I want to be. Like all, I was flooded with all these mental attacks around obviously the thing that I actually want, right? And I was stuck in the cycle of grief and sadness. And it was impacting my ability just to function throughout the day. So I got connected to the rapid rebar method protocols and literally in one 60-minute session using our trauma release tool, I was able to have the trauma processed and the emotional charge drained out. So the grief and the sadness that after 60 minutes, I was checking again and I couldn't even find sadness and grief in my body anymore. It was literally gone. Wow. But then 60 minutes prior though, I was like sobbing and I had snot all over my face. I was literally a wreck, but literally in 60 minutes gone. And so Meditation have been able to achieve things like that through it. However, it's a very powerful and necessary practice. But the work that we do that I've always been fanatical about is how can we actually catalyze a healing, a transformation, a rewiring of a belief to align with what we want as fast as we can and suffer a lot less, like shorten the time span of suffering Mm -hmm. and struggle that we can create for ourselves. Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry to hear about the grief that you went through, Mm -hmm. but it's also liberating and a beautiful thing to hear that you were able to rewire that, right? Or take the bad and make good out of it because I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to your story, whether they themselves have gone through a miscarriage or some other situation in their life that has provided them some type of grief that they've had to either silence or they have to deal with daily. And I know that your method could change a lot of people that need help. Mm -hmm. So I want to dive into exactly what does this look like? And maybe if you can give some examples of this and let's kind of stick with the process of someone's trying to eat clean, right? I get a lot of people that say, Hey, I can't eat clean because I have to be perfect, which no, you don't. The other thing they might say, oh, it's too much time. It's too much money. They're basically putting up some barrier Mm -hmm. as to why they can't, why they can't start. And so what does one 
have to realize or identify that they even need to begin this process? Well, look, anytime we experience any sort of emotional dysregulation around something, it's a clue into there's inner resistance or a block, mm-hmm. right? If I say I want X, but all these emotions are coming up around it that have me feel anxious, stressed, nervous, unworthy, because that's actually the deeper cut of what perfectionism is, is I don't feel worthy or I don't feel enough. And so you try to strive for some level of perfection. But whenever you witness any sort of struggle, barrier, again, emotional dysregulation to what you say you want, that is really the pathway or like the opening to dive deeper in and go, hmm, what is this really about? Right. And why is it so difficult for me to actually move forward on what I say I want instead of giving excuses? Mm -hmm. And so what we would do is there's no problem with eating clean and healthy. But it's the emotional tethering that we have to that Mm -hmm. that is what gets in the way. And so what we do with our tools, which work really quickly, is we'll take people through a set of, we have like 15 protocols that we work with that are step-by-step. And literally we ask them, when you think about the issue, eating clean, what's the emotional charge that comes up for you? Mm -hmm. How does that have you feel? Right? And the emotional charge can be anything from disgust, despair, indifferent, judgmental, inadequate, worried, overwhelmed, terrified. And once we're able to identify that emotion, once we're able to reduce that and move that away, then there's no problem with eating clean and healthy. It becomes a clean shot for them. But it's the emotional charge that keeps circling around the issue that has them make up the excuses of, I have to be perfect about it, or I don't have the time, or I don't have the resources, because those are just unconscious ways to sabotage what we want. And then to honor the emotion to go see, oh, cool, then I don't have to do it. Because if I actually took the action, it would create so much stress or worry or anxiety that let me just create an excuse and I don't have to do it anyway. And then now I'm like, I'm good again. Okay. I love this. So is this an exercise, meaning someone comes in virtually and fills out this, or are they talking to someone like you, someone else? How does this exercise actually play out? Yeah. So we actually are a training company. So we teach people our protocols so they can learn to use them for themselves Okay. at any point in time to liberate themselves from any mental, emotional turmoil, limiting beliefs, stress, overwhelm, and even trauma for themselves or for another person. Okay. However, if someone wants to work with the tools too, they can find someone who's trained in these and be able to have someone guide them mm-hmm. easily and systematically to be able to dissolve the emotional charge that's tethered to the goal that they say that they want. Okay. This is intriguing. And so tell me this, if someone says, okay, these are the emotional charges I get when I think about beginning a clean eating journey, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're saying within 60 minutes, you guys can rewire that Mm -hmm. so that you can let this release go. Is it to be expected to experience that same emotional charge the next day when they think about it or at that nope. in that 60-minute session? No. Gone. Gone. That's what makes our tools different because as I mentioned to I you- I need this in my life, Stephanie. I know, John. <laughs> so as I mentioned to you before, right, I've been in 
this field of personal growth, development, et cetera, spiritual, spirituality for 12 plus years as a guide and facilitator, but as a student of my own healing or client for 20 plus years. I've been trained in a ton of modalities. I've experienced many of them as a client, and I've never come across anything that works this quickly, easily, and sustainably, meaning when the result happens, it sticks. Going back to my miscarriage, how, when after that massive trauma occurred, five months using my own tools, I still wasn't moving the needle, right? Um, Hypnosis, NLP, like a lot of tools that I've been trained in. And I know that there's no timeline for grieving. So it's not like, oh, that happened a week later, you should be fine. But at the five month mark, I was still having days where I couldn't get out of bed, where I would see someone holding a baby and I would get triggered and start crying. I feel like in 2021, everyone announced that they were pregnant. And so then when I'd see that also, I got activated. So clearly this is a problem, right? I'm trying to achieve the goal of like feeling peace, but there was all this emotional turmoil that was getting in the way of that. And so as I shared with you, in 60 minutes, gone, woke up the morning, next morning, gone, to a year and a half later, no, it's been almost two years since it happened, still gone. Wow. And I've never needed to like revisit it again or do more work on it or go meditate about it or breathe about it or drink ayahuasca to get rid of it. Like I just, once it's complete, it's usually complete. Okay. And I feel like these tools are such a disruptor in the industry. They are. So I I have to ask, and it's okay if this answer is not yes, but is this guaranteed it works? I think if anybody says guarantee, guarantee, there's always that like one outlier, then it could say, we'll see, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I would say of my experience with the tools, watching our students use them on themselves and with another about 90%. Okay. Beautiful. Maybe 95. And the only reason why too is we might have someone who we're trying to process who's actually a difficult processee. I see. And so trying to get the tools to work with them doesn't mean the tools don't work, but for them, they might not understand the prompts. They could be sabotaging their own success. There could be many things at play that then it could say, see, it doesn't work, but it's like, "Mm," or it could be user error, right? Yeah. Do you have to be in the right spot in your life to be a recipient of this? Meaning what if you just, you lost someone in your family recently? Mm -hmm. This, let's say it's this week. Are they ready for this to help cope with the grief? Or do you think they need to wait a little longer? Yeah. So in our experience, we do recommend that people actually move through the grief in a more natural way. Yeah. If it comes to other things like stress, overwhelm, anxiousness around something, we can handle it immediately. However, when it comes to like actual grief, loss of someone, something that is extraordinarily painful, we do recommend that people take the time Mm -hmm. before they hop into our protocols. And then when they've spent enough time working through their grief on their own, then absolutely our tools can come in and just knock it out super fast. Okay. I love that. So definitely applicable for someone trying to eat clean. Now tell me this, what if they get these results in 60 minutes, which I love, by the way, there's a, there's a cap (laughs) on it. There's, there's, (laughs) or less sometimes I've gotten rid of things in like 17 minutes, 24 minutes. It's amazing. It's great. Yeah. So what if they slip up meaning, okay, someone is afraid to start eating clean. They work through this rewire method and they're like, holy crud, I can do this. I am ready. And then the next day they get, you know, stuck again. 
or the same emotion comes back. Does that happen? Yeah. So the same emotion doesn't usually come back. It could be something else that arises. We're very layered and complex people, right? So maybe something else could surface. It doesn't usually happen, but if it does, then all we would do is use one of our tools again to quickly dissipate or dissolve or integrate that emotion. Then all of a sudden they're like, Ooh, I'm good again. And a couple things. One is at the very least we can lower the trigger, the emotional charge. So say someone comes and they're like, I'm at an eight on a scale of one to 10 emotional charge, right? One being doesn't bother me. 10 being holy crap, it's debilitating. They might be at an eight. We do a process and now they're down at a two. They're able to function now, right? At a two versus an eight, they couldn't. We can get people down to a zero, but if it does pop back up the next day and it's like a two, we're able to then quickly release it even faster the lower the charge is. So if a little bit surfaces up, we'll be like, great, let's just clean it up. And it'll be faster this time when it, if we have to run a second pass. Okay. Got it. Cool. So what would you encourage someone to do to get started on trying to rewire their brain and achieve greatness? Go download our freebie off our website. Where can they get that? They can go to rapid rewire method dot com. Okay. And we actually have a recording of one of our processes. So you can listen to Wesley, my co-founder, guiding you through one of our tools, bring whatever issue you have, write down the emotional charge. We set you up on how to identify what the problem is, what the charge is, and then just pop in your earbuds, listen to the process, follow the prompts, and be surprised by the end that you can actually experience a powerful shift in a very short amount of time. Oh, so exciting. (laughs) Can you please, to close out, can you share a success story of a client that maybe broke out of their struggles and achieved something that you never thought was possible? So many. Actually, really powerful one. Ava, who used to work with our company, she had gotten into a car accident and was scared to drive. And especially during this one turn where the accident occurred, she was afraid to go near it. Well, with one of our tools, she was able to release the charge around driving, the fear, the PTSD from it. And after the session, we actually had her get in her car while she, when we were closing out and like, get in your car, drive, go drive to where the accident occurred. And she did it and nothing happen for her. Like emotionally, she was good and able to drive again and be able to not have that fear and panic, which is true liberation. You know, before if one thing happens and she's not able to actually drive again, imagine the level of freedom that she closed herself off from. And now she was all fixed up and ready to go and able to do the thing that she wants to do without having any fear. Oh my gosh. Love it. Well, Stephanie, thanks so much. Everybody can go to rapidrewiremethod.com, grab that freebie. Also follow her on social media. You have been amazing, Stephanie. I look forward to diving into your program for just other categories in my life. I feel like everybody could use some type of little rewire somewhere of some kind. And so uh, I appreciate all the work that you're doing to help more people feel amazing. And thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jen. And thanks for what you do. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. 
For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Thank you.